on May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10th. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Maintaining consciousness in the midst of chaos. In this podcast, Eckhart answers questions about practicing presence and peace in a world fraught with conflict and chaos. Eckhart reminds us that we are not dependent on external conditions. He says it is possible to remain peaceful even in the midst of negativity and destruction. He explains we have the freedom to choose. He says while that choice may not be an easy one, We don't have to be drawn into the dysfunction. We can be the light of consciousness, even in the darkness. Hello, Mr. Cartoy. Hello. Um, If I may take a moment uh, for this great opportunity and thank you for being my guiding light, my guru, my teacher, my hope in many moments of darkness and being the spark that awakened me and that continues to do so. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, My question for you today is, how do I, as an awakening soul, keep faith in manifesting global and personal love, peace, and harmony at this time when there's so much chaos, corruption, fear, and a lot of hate, actually, and anger among the global population and among those close to me? Uh, In other words, how do I not fall into the darkness of fear and separation from my source, from my essence, and from separating from others, and remembering that, as you say, it is not personal, it is not who they are. Um, How do I use conscious manifestation to achieve that? Thank you. Thank you very much, thank you. To use the term manifestation in a wider sense, one could say that you manifest the way in which you experience what you might call reality or your life. You could call it your life, you could call it reality. How do you experience it? And to what extent are you dependent upon external conditions? as far as your state of consciousness is concerned, how much freedom do you have? Can you live peacefully in a world that is to a large extent not peaceful? And if that is possible, how 
how do you do that? How do you not get drawn into the conflict and anger, egoic dysfunction of the world, individually egoic and collectively egoic? Let's start by looking at, to some extent, it might be helpful as a starting point to differentiate between what would conventionally be called your life. This is whatever in your daily experience of people, people that you interact with, whatever you do in this world, work situation, family situations, meeting people here and there, going from here to all your, your, the, your private sphere, there's that. So you meet all kinds of people, some familiar people, some people that you meet briefly, have interactions with. In. Then you have, in this technologically advanced society, not everybody, but most people have another level of interaction with other people. It also becomes part of what they call my life. And that is interaction through technology. You, you interact through social media with more people than you actually know. This is the case with many people these days. They interact with more people than they actually know in their no normal everyday existence. You interact with all kinds of people that you've never met. Not everybody, but most these days, because people use all kinds of things, sending messages and so on. Um, and on social media, you also interact with people in a different way. So look at then the third level. So we have actual personal contact, people, whatever that, whatever the nature of these interactions is, it could be, is it conflict-ridden? Is it conflict-ridden in your, or is there some conflict, but also a certain amount of harmony in your daily life? Then you look at the other level of social interactions through the media, through um, social media. What kind of interactions do you have there with people that you might never have met? but nevertheless you are in contact with them. What is the quality of that kind of interaction that you have? How much conflict is there? How much negativity is there? And, and how much is there that is a manifestation of, of consciousness? Um, so you have to look at that. So many people are, there are people, as you sure you know, especially younger people, but Others too, there are many people in this world for whom the human interactions that they have through technology are more, much more important than the actual interactions they have with, with human beings. They interact through social media with countless people and, and they, the, the virtual world becomes to them more important than their actual surroundings. It's an amazing thing. Um, I don't believe that is a very helpful thing, but that's how it is. It's a huge challenge. 
So you have that level. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10th. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Then you have another level where you come in contact with the world through what we might call mainstream media. Uh, you get the news and you get commentaries. And mostly these days, the news and commentaries are mixed up. They come in one. You can't just get the news anymore. You, then you already have it. the news already embedded in a commentary. Uh, that third level becomes also for many people almost more important than their daily existence with the people that they actually know and interact with. Sometimes, of course, those levels can meet. For example, you hear in the news about people going into stores and not wearing their masks. And then there's a lot of upheaval about that and people get worked up about this and very angry. And you can, then you can see little clips of people shouting at each other because somebody's not wearing a mask and then the other person is shouting something back. And to some extent, there can be that level and the personal level can meet because 10 minutes later, you go into the store and you might witness something similar. Um, so your experience of reality or your world consists of these levels. So you have to look at these three levels. Um, not First of all, it's important not to lose touch with the fact that level one, where you have actual human interactions with people in your daily life, which is relationships that you have, people you work with, people you meet casually, but actual human interactions, that really is the, the main part, or should be, the, the main part of your life should be that the actual living experience. And so what I'm recommending is that you separate, for see if you can separate those levels and look at the primordial level of your actual experience with human beings, leaving aside for a moment social media 
and leaving aside watching the news every day and all the other things connected with the news, whatever, leave that aside for a moment. Uh, it's important to see the difference. So when you talk about negativity and destructiveness and all anger and uh, antagonism and conflict everywhere, First of all, look at your your life, your actual life. Does that apply there? Or to what extent does that apply there? Because that's an important part of your reality, is your the reality that you create, that you manifest in your personal life. That is that is uh that is primary, I would say, is that sometimes of course the, the reality that you see in the in mainstream, the media, when you watch the news, sometimes the two meet. As I said before, they can meet. So, first of all, you need to take responsibility for your life here, in a, on the level of personal interactions. That's where it starts. And that's where you, you can do a lot of good, and you can do harm too. Do you contribute there to human unconsciousness? Do you or or do you contribute there to the awakening of humanity? Every encounter with another human being, whether it's a person you've known for a long time, family member, spouse, whatever it may be, or whoever it may be, every interaction with a true interaction, not talking about social media, every interaction with another human being is important what is the quality of your consciousness as you interact with actual human beings, not, not ciphers on the screen, actual human beings. What, what's the quality of your life on that level? And that applies even if, uh, even if we were living in a even more, the situation we are moving, experiencing certain amount of upheaval in the collective, that could be worse, it has been worse, it could get worse too, but I don't know whether we'll talk about that. A certain amount of upheaval in the collective, yes. But what I'm saying now would apply, even if you lived in a war situation, uh, I would say it's still very important. Every interaction that you have with another human being is of great importance because so the world changes from there. So you begin that, do you emanate, do you have, is there empathy? Do you, do, do you operate from ego or do you, do you judge people? Do you judge, do you confuse people's ego and unconscious behavior with who they are in their essence? Uh, or are you able to see the unconsciousness in certain people that you may meet and then look deeper, realize it for what it is, a dysfunction, a temporary dysfunction in a human being, and you can still have compassion. Do you emanate goodwill towards other humans, even humans that can't do anything for you? Do you, do you, do you have an empathy? To, do you feel their being? and only feel their being if you can feel your own being and then you can feel 
their being is a refraction of yours. You are, there's one consciousness, one being. So do you emanate goodwill towards others that you meet? Um, all these are important things to be aware of because that's, that's where your world, that's the foundation for what you might call your reality, your world. Course in Miracles says, which is this um, course for transformation, which some people find very helpful, but not everybody. Every time you meet a human, it says that it's a holy encounter, a holy encounter. I would add potentially a holy encounter because in, in actuality, in most cases, it's not a holy encounter, but potentially you can recognize not just the humanity. The humanity is a conditioned part of every human being. That's the humanity. You, you see the humanity and every humanity is deficient and imperfect. Every human on the human level of being human, the humanity is very deficient and imperfect. So you recognize that. And, but are you able to recognize what I could call, I rarely use that word, the divinity in every human, because in every human there's humanity which is conditioned, mind, mental, emotional field. Are you able to see that without completely realizing, confusing this with the true identity of that human being or are you able to see it and see beyond it that means seeing beyond it means to recognize the beingness of the other their essential beingness which we could call their divinity they are also they emanate from this one source of all life all beings are emanations from the one source and so you, you recognize that. And then it's a holy encounter. When you see more than the humanity, even though it may not be uh, that easy, because the humanity may be quite overpowering in its negativity and destructiveness. But that's part of your spiritual practice with every time you meet a human being, to see their divinity and their humanity. Then you see the after a while you see the divinity more than the humanity, so to speak. The and this is why I use the human. I use the the English term human being, which we use because the English language does not have a word that includes both men and women. Traditionally, in old books and so on, people use the masculine, all men, and they included women, but the women were never mentioned because English language doesn't have a word for man and woman. The German language does, which is mensch. Mensch means could be, is it man or a woman? But English, you have to say human being. But I think that's a good thing because that, uh, it shows the two dimensions. There's, you are a human being. On the human level, you're a conditioned entity. That's you're conditioned by your past, by your culture, even by the language that you grew up with, by your parent, the parental background, all kinds of things. You are the human. And 
the the human only is ego. This so there's a human ego, and then you have the being, the human being. Being is the unconditioned, the consciousness, the unconditioned consciousness. Uh, so, in your daily life, what reality do you manifest in your daily life on your personal, so-called personal level? Uh, that's an important question. And now there's so many people in this world who pay relatively little attention to that level of reality. They give more attention to social media and listening to and watching mainstream media. They're so absorbed by what's wrong with the world, they don't realize what's wrong on the foundational level of their own life. And, and they try to find some kind of solution up there, but they haven't even, there's so much unconsciousness in their own life. So the foundation is, I'm not saying completely disregard things that happen in the world, but that is important too, but it's, it comes next, it comes second. It doesn't, also does not mean your reality needs to be perfect, no, you, but you practice. You realize that it's, this level is very important. And then is the world really on that level, the world, if you are relatively conscious and you're awakening or awakened, then you realize on that level, your world isn't that bad. In fact, you are improving the world because whenever you meet somebody, something, you emanate something. It comes through your words or your actual action. You help in some way. Uh, or you, they simply feel good in your presence because they can feel, they feel recognized. They feel recognized in their innermost being. And this is so wonderful. So you bring a different completely a different vibrational frequency into this world on this level. So that's, that's something to deal with. And, and there, um, there's a lot that you can, you can do there to live more consciously. And then you look at the other levels. Then how do you use social, in, social media? Um, how to what extent is it taking over your mind? Are you addicted to it? Do, how much time do you spend there? Do you realize that, uh, or, do you, or do you still participate in creating false images? Or for example, on Facebook, people create images of who they are, how they want to be seen. <laughs> and then they put out all these pictures of them there. And, and everybody's most people fabricate an image and they put that out. It's part of the ego. Technology helps to helps the ego to become more and more inflated. And then you get, you have more and more so-called friends, people you've never met. 100 friends, 200 friends, 300 friends. Who are they? I don't know. But it feels good to the ego. Everybody loves me. They don't. They don't even know you. They like the image that that you have presented, and then many people feel bad about themselves because other people they, they read other people's images. They see it's all f fabrication. So don't lose yourself in that world because you lose consciousness. 
You can use Facebook, but in a real way, I think it's possible to use it in a real way without presenting some absurd image. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10th. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Now the next level is what's happening out there, what's happening in the collective, and the way in which you mostly learn about it is through um, consuming um, the media, mainstream media, either on television or on one of your devices. You learn about what's happening in the world, and it doesn't look good. In fact, a lot of it looks dreadful. And so now what? very important, what is the state of consciousness that you are in while you watch these things? To what extent do these things draw you in completely? Are you aware? How much awareness is there in you while you watch for example, mainstream media, news accounts, and so on. Do you realize what you are seeing? First of all, there are some people who select what's newsworthy. They say, this is what we want to show people. Out of many, many events every day, a certain number of events are selected. Very rarely do they select anything good that has happened. It's almost as if nothing good would ever happen when you watch the news, anything good happened today? No. <laughs> it's because it's not news. Nobody wants to see it, it seems. The ego thrives on conflict. The ego, and then it, because it takes sides. And by taking sides, it, it becomes more inflated, the false image. So the news, then it, they focus on the most is fine. I'm not saying these things do not happen, but they focus on the most dysfunctional aspects of human interactions. And by focusing on the most dysfunctional aspects of human interactions, they amplify the most dysfunctional aspects of human interaction. And this is not easy to see that, that they actually contribute to the unconsciousness, first by, for, by selecting all the things that are bad and presenting them, and then out of those things, they focus on, the, to take a few things and focus on that, and by focusing on one particular type of dysfunction or unconsciousness, 
they amplify it, and I don't think they even know that this is what they are doing. That they are in the grip of unconscious forces. They're in the grip of unconscious thought streams, collective, and that humans don't realize that thought streams, to a large extent, are collective. And thought streams, they, they live in you and through you. They are like energy formations that use your mind. And these energy formations, you absorb them from the collective when you watch media. And ultimately, every thought is an energy formation. And everybody has experienced occasionally some thoughts uh, can become obsessive. Some people, it could be a melody that, that doesn't come out of you, go out, that doesn't leave your mind, or you have some kind of thought, you can't stop thinking about this. It goes on and on. So this can happen, but on a much larger scale, huge groups of humans can be taken over by certain collective thought streams, and they don't even know that they, they are being taken over by certain... In, and usually very negative and destructive thought streams. An entire country can be taken over by, um, it happened, for example, let's say Maoist China, when Maoist China, like for several decades, everybody got taken over by particular, everybody said the same thing, very destructive behavior. Children would denounce their own parents for having said the wrong thing and would be taken away to prison. The, the most absurd things at the height of the Cultural Revolution, they would even, they would tear flowers out of the parks. They said flowers are bourgeois. We, we don't want any flowers. We must get rid of flowers. The most absurd behavior and millions of people all dressed in the same way, all holding up a red book and shouting the same thing and believing in it, not realizing that they are possessed by an energy stream, which is a collective mind form. And then they come out of it. Now it's no longer, China has grown a lot. It's no longer in national socialism in Germany was a similar movement. Soviet communism in Russia was similar. These are collective energy streams that people, they possess millions of people and uh, people are so identified with it that because they are spiritually totally asleep. They don't know who they are beyond those thought forms. And so when you watch the media, you have to be careful that realize how this functions. Yes, these things are happening, what they present, and they are, many of these things are not good. But first of all, you get a considerably distorted view of what's going on in the outer world for the very fact that all they focus on is the worst aspects of society, of what's happening. The most dysfunctional things are newsworthy many good things because continuously millions of good things happen, people helping others, many things happen, but they're not usually reported. There would not be news. Yes, of course you want to be informed. It's good you, you want to know what's going on in this world and some perhaps uh, you can help in some way 
integrate the larger issues that are happening in this world, perhaps there's something that you can do. But when you consume these new mainstream news, be aware that it is a distorted view of reality. It's distorted because first they select dysfunctional unconscious behavior as most newsworthy. Second, it's also distorted because once they have selected out of those things, they amplify certain things, give it special attention that it gets blown up. And then it's not just reporting. The reporting of the news is also interpreted as they are reporting it. It's not just the news. It's they already give, giving you their perspective. It seems through their eyes. And so they, they also they create further events by amplifying very unconscious behavior. They create further events in this world and so they don't even know that that's what they're doing. But the important question is, are they drawing you as you watch and consume? Are they drawing you into unconsciousness while you watch and consume? Are they pulling you down? Uh, are you able to be aware as you watch so that you are you don't forget your connectedness with source or consciousness? Do you know that you are aware and don't get completely drawn in? Feel what you are watching is human unconsciousness happening. It's not the totality of what is happening. It's you're seeing a partial view of the most unconscious things happening on the planet at this time. So it's important to know that. Um, that then the question is, are you able to stay conscious, to realize it for what it is, to realize, yes, these things are happening, but also it's a distorted view of reality, yes. And uh, what is most likely happening right now uh, we need to be aware of that. Uh, it is true that there is an increase in the collective at the present time of what we might call um, dysfunction or disorder or even chaos, disruption. We are entering, or we have already entered collectively, a time period of collective um, disorder or disruption or chaos. There are time periods that the, the, they fluctuate. It's always there. Um, it's true that the media, the media actually is part of it. They don't just report it. They, they, be, they amplify the disruption and the chaos, unfortunately. I'm not blaming anybody there. The fact is that the mainstream media is part of the disorder that's, that is increasing disorder in this world. And my feeling is there's more to come. So be spiritually prepared. Very important. 
be spiritually prepared so that you do not become part of the, dis the disorder that's happening and increasingly, I believe, going to happen even more in this world. The world always moves between order and chaos. There are two polarities. You should always strive for order. That's important in your life, in the world. But realize the world for its evolutionary progress also needs chaos, periods of chaos and disorder. And out of chaos and disorder, a new order develops. And so there's a gradual evolution of consciousness. When there is disorder, there is a regressive movement, and which means most people become relatively un more unconscious. And in the present time, anybody who is not awakening, even to some extent spiritually, will be drawn into deeper unconsciousness because they become part of the collective movement towards disorder or chaos when, when structures dissolve. And uh, that is a challenge for humans. Now, especially for you, everybody I'm talking to and many others, of course, it is your challenge to stay conscious while this is happening so that you do not become contaminated by the collective negativity and unconsciousness. It doesn't mean that you necessarily need to completely withdraw from the world. You can still attempt as to, uh, to the best of your abilities uh, to create a better world if you have uh, whatever your sphere of influence may be. See if you can bring in more consciousness into whatever you do, whoever you're in contact with, be a bringer of consciousness. You bring consciousness into an unconscious world without creating some mental conceptual image, I am a bringer of consciousness, then you're lost in ego again. <laughs> but be prepared for increasing challenges in the collective. Do not be drawn into reactivity and do not be hypnotized by these events when you watch what's happening in the media and so on. Stay present. What you're watching is an evolutionary story. Humanity is displaying, probably entering a regressive period as they sometimes happen before there's a further awakening of consciousness, perhaps, I'm not for sure, but there's a good chance we're entering a regressive period, which is perfectly fine. It's what you're watching is the evolutionary uh, growth of the human species. And so they are manifesting whatever behavior corresponds to the particular stage in the evolution of humanity. Uh, the evolution is towards more consciousness, that's for sure. So don't lose yourself, be, be present while you watch, and don't watch too much, just watch enough to know what's going on, but don't be hypnotized by the media until you can't stop watching, and uh, very important is 
don't be drawn into the, the unconsciousness, for example, um, by regarding certain groups of people as uh, enemies of your um, dehumanizing certain groups of people by calling them this, put, attaching certain labels to certain people. The dehumanization, of course, racism is one example of dehumanization when you attach mental labels to a whole, to a group of people and you egoically identified with these mental labels. So you're imposing collective identities on you, other humans. It's a deep form of unconsciousness. So there are many ways of, you can even demonizing other groups of humans in the collective, very dangerous things. But it's unlikely that this will happen to you, but it could. Uh, if you're not careful, if you're not alert. So be present and see it for what it is. Don't be part of it, but be, do not necessarily refrain from taking conscious action wherever you can. Even conscious action if you engage in social media. Be careful that you're not drawn into anything reactive on social media. You don't attack other people on social media that was very unconscious. You can present a viewpoint, you can present an opinion, an alternative viewpoint, whatever it is, uh, but stay conscious in all your interactions. So the greatest uh, um, challenge is in an age when there is a growth of temporary increase in unconsciousness on a collective level, your challenge is to stay conscious as a, hum a, a human being who is conscious while this happens. And uh, I therefore recommend on a very practical level, next time you watch the news, while you watch the news is beware of yourself, your presence, your awareness while you watch so that you don't lose touch with that deeper level of who you are and see that, yes, it is a distorted view of reality, but yes, these things are happening, but nevertheless, it's not the totality of what's happening. And it no longer has the power to draw you in, to make you unconscious. It has a gravitational pull. The media, social media too, has a gravitational pull when you're not careful, you go. Uh, and it's, you notice when you watch it, and you're not aware, your mind stops. You're not thinking, so all your, your mind gets completely taken over by what you're watching. All the words, while you're watching, you're not thinking your own thoughts, or very rarely. So your mind gets completely taken over. It's quite a, a dangerous. So, but this cannot happen if you're aware. How do how do you how are you aware? Well, one way that I recommend is, um, if you find it difficult, be aware of the inner energy field of your body, the inner body, as I call it. Incorporate that into your sense of presence. So every you're present with every cell of the body, and then you can watch, and then you realize that which is beyond all the unconsciousness 
and it's in you. It's also in every one person that they don't know it. It's in every human, but so you, you can remain peaceful even while the world is chaotic. That's a challenge. I'm not saying it's not a challenge. And the world needs that, of course. It needs that, especially in periods of chaos. It needs a certain number of humans who remain essentially at peace. They, are, they remain peaceful. They don't contribute to the chaos of the world. And so let's see. We are moving into very interesting times. And uh, there's nothing to fear if you're in touch with who you are, who or what you are, on that level, there's nothing to fear because ultimately what people are afraid of is death. And death, of course, is assured to the, the physical body will dissolve. But find death before death finds you. And then there's nothing to fear. How do you find death before death finds you? Well, by dying to the mind-created egoic sense of self that is a conceptual identity. And by dying to that, you realize your essential identity, which is pure consciousness. And that essential identity, Jesus called it eternal life. And in Buddhism, eternal, of course, means timeless, eternal life. In Buddhism, it's sometimes called Amaravati, which means the, the deathless realm, which the dimension of the deathless, the dimension where there's no death. It's a wonderful description. That's the transcendent dimension. It, it's your mission in this world is to awaken to that and then you no longer fear uh, things in this world. In, uh, in 90 years from now, or let's say 100 years from now, everybody who is alive on this planet will be gone. So it's short-lived. The, the, the life of the human is short-lived. But the being, the being is the timeless dimension of who you are. It's who you are beyond form. And uh, then you can watch the news not being fearful. And then even if uh, some huge disaster were approaching, it wouldn't matter that much because you know that everything that we perceive here is, one could say, the surface of reality. All the things we perceive with our senses is a surface dimension. And underlying that, there is something deeper. It's like the surface of the ocean and the ocean. Don't just live on the surface of the ocean as a little ripple, but realize you're not only a ripple, because the ripple is going to die soon, but more essentially, you are the ocean. But the ocean would not have realized its, its own essential identity if it hadn't 
first lost itself in the ripple identity. And this is why the Buddhists say, if there were no illusion, there would be no enlightenment. So even that is all part of the evolutionary process, which is so vast, we cannot possibly understand it through the mind. Perhaps this is enough for today. Three moments of stillness right now. Be aware the people you see are points of consciousness and you yourself are a point of consciousness. The one consciousness assuming form different forms. And so you are that one consciousness. Ultimately, I should be saying not you are, but I am the one consciousness. There's only one I. There's only one I, and I am that one I. There's no you, there's only I. You are I. <laughs> and so for consciousness to become conscious of itself is very joyful. When you feel yourself, you become aware of being. You become aware of awareness. And there's joy in that. Being, consciousness, joy. Or as they say in India, Sat, Shit, Ananda. Being, consciousness, joy. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. I'm Oprah Winfrey, and you've been listening to Eckhart Tolle, Essential Teachings, the podcast. You can follow these essential teachings on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you haven't yet, go to Spotify and follow this podcast. Join us next week for more enlightened teachings from Eckhart Tolle. Thank you for listening. At Delta, we know Mike in 8C prefers reality TV to reality. So we provide more than 1,000 hours of in-flight entertainment. On the next flight, 8C is Mandy, a foodie. So we offer all types of food options. Because at Delta, everyone flies their own way. Delta, keep climbing. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.